0: What is up, Panther family? I hope everybody's been doing well and had a happy and safe New Year's and that y'all were actually able to enjoy yourselves and all of that good stuff. I promised y'all on the last episode that I would be having the Georgia State sports guy himself, Mr. Ben Moore, on this next episode, and that's exactly what I have. I couldn't have been more honored to have been on as a guest. Not only is he just an overall incredible dude, I learned more about Georgia State sports in our conversation than a Wikipedia page or a website or article or anything like that could ever show me. Uh, So I'm sure y'all will learn a lot too listening to this interview. So just sit back relax, and enjoy this episode of I Will State. Panther family, what is up? I could not be more excited to have the guest today that I have. Um, I have referred to him very frequently as the Georgia State sports guy. Um, Any of my listeners probably know this guy already, but if you don't, you're going to get to know him a lot better today. My guest today is Mr. Ben Moore. And I could not be more excited to have him on. And you guys are going to love this interview. Ben is going to really dive into his deep knowledge of Georgia State sports and just tell you everything he uh, he knows. So, Ben, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners that may not know you, I, I highly doubt anybody doesn't, um, but just kind of who you are, about maybe your family a little bit, your affiliation to Georgia State, and really your role in Georgia State sports. Because I think that, you know, is significant enough that it shouldn't be ignored so no i appreciate that michael and thanks for having me on
1: man uh enjoy it as as we mentioned a little bit off air i'm just excited to see the young people um kind of the new wave the new era uh picking up the baton um you know and in, in, uh, really doing your thing on social media so proud to see it continue to grow and, and shout out to you and all that you're you're doing and building for the for the for the brand and uh and keep it rolling but yeah my uh my name is ben moore when uh, with 24-7 sports, um, a Georgia State graduate was on campus from 99 to 2003. Uh was actually a, a failed walk-on, uh, basketball walk-on. Came to school for basketball, realized I was short and uh, not very good, and uh, got to got to hang around the program and, and honestly just, um, you know, wanted to plug in there. Um, you know, with before obviously we had football, uh, it was just kind of an idea. Um, and uh, my sophomore year, uh, hooked up with a couple guys and um, helped, uh, launched the club football team. There was a club football team at Georgia State the, um, back okay. in 2001 and and uh, got together with some great guys um, from a financial side of things, some guys that are, uh, that played and uh, and one day I, I keep telling people it needs to be a book or a 30 for 30 or maybe, maybe both. No, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how written down but uh we've i've done some podcasts with the kind of the original guys uh before and i need to get them all and string them all together at some point and make sure everyone can listen to them but um yeah no, know, that'd been, be awesome we've been with 24-7 for six years covering basketball football recruiting um you know have uh, covered both recruiting side of things for more than a decade i've uh, been very fortunate to know a lot of high school coaches in the area um and just you know scouting relationships. All over, you know, the southeast really, and, and been fortunate to, to meet a lot of great people. And um, as we were just talking, kind of a little bit off air, uh, some great people within it, it, the program now, and and who have played and come and gone, and and just been extremely fortunate to uh, to continue to to stay in touch with them. So um, it, it's a lot of fun, and and again uh, get, get to cover sports, and been able to uh, to cover NCAA uh, tournament games. Uh, I was there for RJ shot uh, Rick courtside and, uh, to quote RJ, his dad did the Swan Dive there on TV, <laughs> immortalized forever um, in, in a uh, in NCAA moment. But um, uh, oh, yeah. I was there, obviously bowl games uh, as well, and and continue to see the the growth of the Georgia State football uh, you know team, which is just beyond my wildest. I mean, again, I, I was there, uh, you know, the first practices and, and seeing. You know, when you didn't have a field, you didn't have you know any idea uh, that any fan would show up at all, and uh, to show up and and uh, you know the Georgia Dome, and and obviously coming down now to Center Park Stadium, uh, which is just truly truly amazing. So, uh, been around for a lot, been fortunate to see a lot, and uh, you know gr- grateful to uh,
0: to join you and, and talk about anything we want to talk about. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, no, I uh, I'm right there with you. The the growth of the football team, I think. People, you know, they, they love to hate on Georgia State football, but it's like, guys, we've been around for about 10 years, and we're already winning bowl game after bowl game after bowl game. Like, give give us a little time. Give us a little time. And this recruiting hotbed here in the southeast, especially Georgia, too, um, I think it'll be no time before Georgia State is cracking that glass ceiling just like Cincinnati did. I mean, yeah, sure, that's 15 years down the road, but, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's, that's not a long time. So, um, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I, I – I, I knew you had a great depth of knowledge, but I honestly didn't even know it went that deep. So I'm excited more, even more excited to do this interview now. So, um, cool. So the first question that I, uh, start out with for most of my guests, since they're normally student athletes is like, what's your favorite part about being a student athlete at Georgia state? So I'll switch it up for you a little bit. Um, what is your favorite thing about being in the Panther family?
1: Um, honestly, just relationships, truly. Um, you know, it, it's um I've been been fortunate to, to hire uh in, in roles in the past and, and do different things like that. Uh we last I think five years running. Um I've you know been lucky enough to grab interns, um, and have been Georgia State students and and not only just grab them while they're students kind of, you know, try to get them as much knowledge as possible or, or you know, sharpen their skills, but then to see them graduate, move on, um, do things that they want to do. Um, I've been super excited to to see, and, and any little part that I can do, you know, to grow, um, you know, their, them uh, career-wise has been, you know, pretty rewarding, and we continue to to do that. And, and, and then, because tr- truly, um that's how it was for me. I had a lot of people that, you know, saw the Georgia state um, connection there. They, you know, mm-hmm. sh- you know, kind of shepherded me on my way uh, when I graduated and, and, and I wanted to obviously pass that along, but um, you know, just what I don't think, people understand too, is the power uh, kind of the Panther family and, and so many uh, alums and powerful people. And, um, you know, what I enjoy and what I tell people a lot is there are obviously our shared experiences, but there's a grit and there's a, you know, a little bit different when you have people that have come through GSU too, um, where, where they understand kind of the work ethic. You know, you know when I was there, it was the non-traditional student, uh, folks that were a little bit older who were working as well as, you know, trying to get their degree. Uh, mm-hmm. You talked to, who are my age and even a little bit younger where they're working multiple jobs while you know finishing their degree and, and you just right. kind of have a different level of passion uh for things and, and appreciation of that degree and um I, I think that's that's the most fun uh part about it and and you know truly there's folks that are, you know that are associated with the school and, and you know obviously in athletics and things like that they get that and and appreciate that and knowing the history of the school um as well so um it's uh, it, you know that's 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 what it means to me, man. It's, uh, you know, just just the relationships of it. And, and, uh, and again, the, the, the wonderful people we, we get to meet, you know, year in, year out.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely noticed the same thing. Um, I uh, haven't been a part of the Panther family as long as you have. But, you know, when I go to games, like shout out to the State of Atlanta guys, like when I met them, David Brown and all them. Um, just like you said, the relationships that I built were very quickly and it felt strong, too. You know, like it just feels like um, – we understand that we're kind of the underdog and we all stick together when it comes to that. So I, I, I love it. I, I love, love being a part of this Panther family for sure. For sure. Um, What do you, you know, to kind of branch off a little bit about the Panther family uh, what do you think is like the main thing misunderstood about the Panther family? Because for whatever reason, at least on Twitter, it, uh, people act like we don't exist. Um, so I've, I i do not really understand that. Um, I understand that, you know, some of the crowds that show up to certain games it can be a little warranted, but I I I think the passion is definitely there, and and once we get consistent winning, you're gonna you're gonna see that Panther family start showing up. So what what do you yeah, think that, is the most misunderstood yeah. thing about us? I,
1: I think that there's there's nobody interested. I think that's the that that's what's been fascinating to me is because um, the numbers continue to bear out the interest, obviously, in the city of Atlanta. I mean, you just wear you know Georgia State gear any any. You know, section of Metro Atlanta, and you're going to have people who evoke a reaction. You know, Mm -hmm. gas, grocery store, things like that. Um, And and you have a general uh, want, especially people that I've seen, um, that you you want the team to do well. There's not really, you know, a a, you know, basically other than folks that are you know, kind of leaning Georgia Southern or Georgia Southern graduates. You know, there's not people that are openly rooting against Georgia State that I've seen, at least. Right, right, Um, right. I, I do remind people all the time. Twitter is kind of the worst of things <laughs> you have people who are hiding behind, um, you know, parody accounts and anonymous faces and things like that. Um, but, you know, I, I think ultimately there's a lot of jealousy and bitterness of how quickly the program, um, you know, went from non-existent to existent. And now obviously getting, um, a whole lot of attention and accolades and and things that way. Um, it, you know, it does bother some folks. Um, you know, it, when, Again, you know, I came, you know, came to Georgia State for basketball. I mean, basketball has been a dominant sport basically for the last decade, and uh, very interested, obviously, to see if that's going to continue um, here in a couple nights. But you know, it's it's one of those things. I think uh, there are people that care about the program. There are people that that follow the program. Um, you know, I'm sure folks in athletics can tell you, you know, how many people are watching on ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. Them listening on the radio and doing things that way as well. So um, there are people that genuinely want this this program to succeed and, and do big things. And um, you know they are disappointed when, when they lose and, and are excited when they win. You know, uh, we, we hear it most and obviously in bowl games and, you know, conference championship level, you know, things in basketball and then obviously making the NCAA tournament, you, you hear that uh, response as well. And, and obviously even around the Southeast, I mean, the, the brand is starting to become more known, uh, where people don't really, you know, hey, what is that panther head? Is that pit? Is that somebody else? No, they, they know it's George State. So um, that's the exciting part to me. And, and But I think uh, a lot of folks, um, there still is a lot of angst uh, going <laughs> on. It, it's funny because I go, and uh, i fortunate to talk a lot of different people, a lot of different fan bases, even in the Sunbelt and, and around the Southeast. And, you know, they're they're learning more and more and more, and they're realizing, oh, okay, so there there is something tangible there. Um, you know, there there's a lot of – you know, misinformation and, um, you know, but thankfully it's, it's starting start to get a little bit better. And, you know, hopefully they also learn uh, not to confuse us with our, uh, our friends down south.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are the, uh, the real GSU, definitely. Um, I think, uh, you know, um, I saw – I think you even retweeted it too that um, the, the, this last Camellia Bowl got 1.7 million viewers, and that was competing with NBA Christmas basketball – that was competing with the first half of the Packers uh, Browns game, which are two huge, you know, NFL teams. So uh, I think, I think, you know, numbers are going to start showing that whether people want to accept it or not, people are tuning in to Georgia state sports, specifically the football team and actually starting to, to care and invest into the program. So I think that's invest emotionally and financially. So, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be huge for, for, for us. So. Um, so yeah, cool, cool. We, uh, we will, uh, move on a little bit to kind of a little bit of a projection here for you. Um, cause I think, you know, you, uh, more so than maybe anybody in the Panther family has probably the best idea of what the projection of Georgia state athletics could look like. So, um, to your best estimate, what do you think Georgia State Athletics is going to look like in 10 years and maybe even 20 years?
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's continuing to grow. You know, I've I been fortunate enough to, to meet President Blake and talk to him, um, and he is very much pro-athletics. You know, he's a guy that wants to continue to see the school grow um, <laughs> at a rapid pace, as well as the athletic department, and continue to kind of grow uh, the brand, not only just in the state of Georgia, but around the southeast and nationally. And um, you know, I, I'm I'm very interested to see what kind of his second uh, year looks like, he, you know, uh, arrived to be in there kind of when conference realignment and everything was just absolutely going crazy. And um, don't don't blame him at all. And he's walking in not knowing you know, the in intricacies of the school, uh, what's going on in the athletic department um, now, you know, now that things have semi settled. Um, how does you know Georgia State pivot from here? You know how do you grow mm-hmm. and continue to build, uh, you know, a fan base? It's been a been a struggle um, and a challenge with so many losses on the front end, building the program, and now obviously uh, it's it's winning at a pretty you know solid clip on uh, the last you know four of the last five years, and continuing to to build and sustain that. Uh, we've seen the facility growth that I think you will continue to see, um, you know, th- and that's really the next step and the next evolution of this program um, is. To basically show people that you're serious about Mm -hmm. athletics, Um, you know, done the academic side, you can't go pretty much anywhere. Um, You know, the the campus there is you know distinct four points of campus now uh, where you couldn't say that before. And you you have green space on campus. You have people um, you know that live on campus now, which has always been uh, something that said, oh, you know, they're all commuter kids. You know, there's there's nobody that that lives downtown. You have that now, Mm -hmm. so you're going to see those steps being made, and I think uh, you'll continue to see it. Uh, and within the athletic department. It's got to grow. Um, it's got to, you know, got to have more folks that graduate and give back. Uh, you need to obviously engage as well in the business community, uh, continue to develop that, have business leaders. Uh, it was kind of wild. You mentioned Twitter a little bit earlier, you know, Kat uh, Cole is a um, uh, Georgia state uh, graduate uh, used to be in charge of, um, uh, I think brand branding for Cinnabon. Uh, she's got a new venture mm-hmm. out and I saw Coach Cook- Reach out to her yesterday on Twitter um, because it's a it's a nutrition athletic nutrition thing. Say hey, Kat, you need to come down and uh, and check us out. Need to need we need a partnership. And She said absolutely, let's yeah. do it. Um, it's things like that where you know again the university has you know, such an enormous alumni base. You have folks as I mentioned a little bit earlier that want to get involved. Now it's tapping into those those powerful alums, uh, you know, grabbing their businesses in there. And also that's, that's where you're really going to need to find um, at this level, you're going to need to find some folks that are willing to give emotionally. Uh, mm-hmm. come in there and say, hey, I want to put my stamp on this athletic program and, and really build it in a major way. And um, I think that's really the next step you're going to see is you need those big, folks uh you know men and women who are who are passionate about something and want to put their mark and their stamp on this program and i think that's really up to you know athletics as it stands right now to go identify those individuals uh who may or may not be kind of sitting on the sidelines right now um Mm -hmm. to bring them back home and get them fired up and and um get them engaged
0: okay yeah no i uh i couldn't agree more you know um I think, you know, one of the things that Georgia state likes to boast is that we have the largest student body in the entire state. Um, so with that being said, we have a very large alumni base. So, you know, um, definitely need to tap into that. And, you know, I, am glad you mentioned it. Like we're killing it academically. Like I think we're second in undergrad in the entire nation. And then it's like second most innovative and right below us is MIT. When you look at that list, like, I mean, if you're beating MIT in anything like that's, that's incredible. So, um, you know, we've invested in the, uh, the academics and, you know, I get that maybe, you know, we want to be a school that isn't just known for football, but, you know, I, I've seen it at other schools. Like I, I lived in Tuscaloosa when I was younger, like when I was like 10 years old and that was before the Saban years and <laughs> Tuscaloosa looks like a completely different place now because, you know, high tide floats all boats. So, you know, if we can get the football program, you know, renovating a lot of money for us, you know, I think, I think that's going to be good for obviously the rest of the athletic department. So, um, cool, cool. Uh, I, I gl- I'm glad that you uh, mentioned this in your answer, too, because it kind of segues into our next one. Um, you mentioned uh, conference realignment, and, you know, that was a huge topic over this last off season and even during the season, you know, with the new schools joining, joining the Sun Belt and us getting a little bit bigger. Um, but this question is a little more hypothetical one. Um, because I know before it happened, there were, you know, different parts of the Panther family where these people wanted us to go to that conference. These people wanted us to go to that conference. Um, so if hypothetically the Sunbelt folded tomorrow, um, and everybody had to go to a new conference, which conference do you think would be the best fit for Georgia state? And why do you think that? Well, I, I've been
1: saying for a while that, like you know, the old way, the the American with with downtown rural, um, you know, in, or, or urban institutions is away from the rural uh, institutions. I think that's the that's the difficult mm-hmm. part ultimately uh, with the Sun Belt now. Is you have a lot of um, you know a lot, lot of universities in, in rural parts, um, you know, of their state. Uh, Georgia State's not that, and uh, it's been you know it's, it's smacked downtown. Uh, And it kind of basically revitalized that downtown area. There's economic studies that show the impact that that has on the city of Atlanta. And it's kind of ingrained in the fiber uh, of the city of Atlanta there. So you you really want to find some somewhere where you're going to be with like programs that way. You mentioned Cincinnati a little bit earlier, um, you know, Cincinnati or Houston, uh, UCF, you know, things like that. Um, There's a lot of similarities in that. So you want to kind of follow that model um mm-hmm. you know and and exist within the city itself and, and be with like kind of peer institutions from that standpoint um so if you had kind of your pick that way i mean that's that's an ideal situation um you know you're you're not uh going to be with a legacy you know 150 year old you know a, you know athletic program uh like mm-hmm. as you mentioned in alabama um that doesn't really make sense you you, you know you some of these programs that I mentioned a little bit earlier are not that much older um, than a Georgia state. Uh, my uncle helped start the, the football program, for example, at, at South Florida and uh, continue mm-hmm. to see that their progression. Um, and they've obviously had a few rough years in a row um, down in Tampa, but um, you know, Georgia state, not too long ago, again, was in the same conferences the UCF. And then there was kind of a split uh, there. They went, obviously put, put uh, a ton of resources into their athletic department and built that. But from an academic and school point of view, I um, mean, there's a lot of satellite campuses as well with UCF and, and have a very, very similar model, but um, that ideally would, would be uh, where you know, you'd want to, if you had to handpick basically and say, Hey, yeah, you'd want to be with the Houston Cincinnati, UC, you know, UCF, uh, something of that nature.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, you know the the difference between Georgia State and the rest of the teams in the Sun Belt is kind of stark so at least when it comes to where where the schools are you know <laughs> so um so yeah to- totally totally agree on that um cool cool so uh we'll go a little back in time here for the next couple questions um and you know you don't have to date yourself on any of these if you don't want to but you definitely can um so the first one is definitely what is your just all-time favorite Georgia State sports memory?
1: Um, I mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah, it was, um, I think uh, game one for football uh, is definitely that right there. Um, I, I um, you know, I, I joke all the time. I have a 12 year old, so she is as old as the, uh, as the football. <laughs> program. So I uh, try to explain that to her that she's, you know, like, there, there isn't, 12 generations of fans. There's right. 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 Barely one. Um, so, um, you know, but no com- coming, you know, kind of uh, over that hill and, and, and pulling into the Georgia dome having no idea how many people or if anybody was going to show up at all. Mm. Um, that, that definitely was incredible to have over 30,000. And as I remind people all the time um, you know, the dome was completely overwhelmed. The ticket takers were overwhelmed. If you talk to anybody, <laughs> Uh, from the athletic side of things, they they had an anticipation of how many people were going to be there. And more than double showed up. So at, at some point you had people who were being turned away who just, you know, kind of went away and, and listened to the game. Um, wasn't on TV uh there against uh, in, in game one against shorter, but um just overwhelmingly seeing it's the entire lower bowl of the dome filled up then seeing basically the students flood basically the club level there just just incredible visual and um, you know, to have a blowout win and 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 just kind of launch this program, um, you know, onto the scene and and, and outdraw the Braves that night, um, you know, was was pretty incredible and really just announced, you know, with hey, we're here, this is serious. There's a lot of people when this was kicked around in 2008, uh, and the feasibility study happened, things like that. Say hey, it'll never work. It's not going to, mm-hmm. you know nobody that cares about anything at Georgia state, they're not going to show up to games. And and that really was a resounding loud thump saying, Hey, no, we're going to be here. And, and um, you know, and just having, you know, that whole season to, to, to finish, you know, basically in Bryant Denny Stadium was was incredible, uh, but you know, having having that first winning season that season, and then just seeing those fans, but no, that that game one was was incredible because you had people uh, of every age, you had you know students that were in school now, you had you know older mm-hmm. alums that up and like had no idea that this was even you know <laughs> possible. And having people come out there and, and, and led by just an incredible guy in uh, Bill Curry, um, you know, just just tremendous. And obviously his roots within the the city of Atlanta and and what George State meant to him and his family. I mean, talking to talking to him and and uh, his wife, I mean, she basically went she's a Georgia State alum and uh, was allowed to basically raise their family as well as go to school and, and kind of build their household, too. So he, he has often said. Uh, how much she is, she means to him so uh, it was just just truly incredible but no there's been there's been a lot of great moments but that definitely is uh, is right up there at the top
0: awesome awesome yeah no I, I wish I could have been there for that man I wish I could have you know it's funny you mentioned like the older state the older Georgia State fan like I love when you'll see him at the football games now like if you you know we mentioned Alabama if you see an old old man in Alabama game like that you're like oh I bet he's seen you know hundreds of games and all that and you see a Georgia State, you know, older fan and you're like, man, when he was here, he probably thought we would never have a football team. So mm-hmm. I just I just think that's awesome every time I see see him um, and they'll, they'll be into the game, too, man. They'll be the ones cheering mm-hmm. the loudest. So those, those older alumni, you know, they they understand the importance of Georgia State having a football team. So this new like you said, this new generation of people, they'll they'll get a little used to Georgia State actually winning football games and things like that. And you know, it'll 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 be it'll be great. Um. So yeah. So again, to kind of go back in time a little bit, who is your um all-time favorite Georgia State student athlete or coach, or and or coach? That's tough. That's tough. Um,
1: we talked about a little bit, a little bit off the ear. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm to make some people mad. Um, <laughs> get, get some texts and some DMs after they see this. Um, there's a lot. There's a long, long list of of my favorites, to be honest. Um, you know, I've got guys like Penny Hart. Um. Uh, guys, obviously like RJ Hunter, um, was just incredible after he hit you know, the biggest shot of his life in the NCAA tournament, um, had a t- chance to catch up with him walking back to the locker room and he's asking me about my family and my wife and uh just just beyond it. Um, you know, incredible people like Kevin Ware, um, that what he's gone through. And and uh, you know, my, my dad is the public address announcer for basketball. And, and he came and, and shook Kevin Ware's hand and had just had no idea. And I looked at him, I said, do you have any idea who that is? And he was like, yeah, he's just one of our players. And I was like, no nah, no nah, nah. you like, let me <laughs> catch you up. Um, but see, seeing, you know, guys, like Shannon Sullivan, who, you know, didn't have any offers at all coming out of high school uh, except for Georgia state, uh, you know, guys that uh, went to camps and, and, you know, earned a scholarship and then played every single position and, and um, uh, you know, seeing, seeing him, I, I think he only won two or three games senior year and, and uh, just incredible uh, young man and a tremendous student athlete, you know, academic, uh, all American, um, mm-hmm. you know, tremendous family now obviously doing great things with the Green Bay Packers and, and uh, you know, it, one of the best, you know, corners um, you know, every single year. Uh, statistically, if you look at pro football focus and everything like that, um, you know, he's always up there and, and just, you know, being impressive. But you know, I I've 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 had guys that, you know, um guys like James Fields, um, who most most Panther fans won't pay attention to much. Um he was uh here for you know from Savannah, um, you know, a, a kid that could have gone down and, and probably played at Georgia Southern or other places. Um, chose to come to Atlanta um, and just kind of a glue guy early, especially in in, in Ron Hunter's days here. Um, you know, kind of one of those defensive guys, guys like Ryan Green um, who are continuing to do well. Like I I love guys that, you know, maybe weren't the, you know, biggest or baddest recruits, right, right. but, you know, had obviously careers. And now obviously doing big things outside of, uh, of athletics as well and continuing to grow. Um, And I've just, you know, again, dozens and dozens and dozens of names that that fly, fly by, um, you know, that that have been legends. And then you've had guys that, you know, you may, unless you were super hardcore and paid attention to it, or you may have forgotten guys. Right, Um, right. That's the most fun for me. and. And, and knowing guys, um, you know, and, and always getting the arguments as well from, you know, old school basketball teams and things like that, you know, lefty days in the 99 and 2000s. Uh, you know, could they beat the DeMarcus Simons <laughs> 100 days? And I told him, I said, man, I wish we had, wish we had a, you know, a way to get you guys in your prime to come back because you always have, you know, uh, you know there's, there's always a good argument, a good battle. Who, who would guard who and who would stop who. But, uh, no, there's, there's been a lot of great people, you um, and uh, yeah, I can't, I can't single out just one. Cause ultimately it's uh, yeah. It's like picking your favorite kid. You, you, you love them, love them all. You may like them depending different, differently on the day, but <laughs> I can't, can't pick out just one, man. I, I, okay. I must-
0: no, yeah, no, no. I respect it. I respect yeah. it. I respect it. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure everybody listening and are like, good job, Ben. Good, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I, uh, you know, I I can't even imagine some of the relationships you build with these guys. They just seem like incredible dudes, you know, like you spoke about Chandon, like he just um, at the, he was at the spring game this last year. And, you know, I was, I was like, Chandon, Chandon, you know, he came up and, you know, dap me up and just seemed like just such a nice guy and just um, I think that's something I've noticed about, you know, me interviewing the student athletes now and just seeing how some of the older guys conduct themselves, you know, Mm whether that's through interviews or just on social media in general. Um, just, I, I've just noticed that uh, Georgia state uh, athletes, student athletes are just, you know, very high character people. And I, I I've, I've, I've grown to very, very much love that. So, um, so yeah, so couldn't, couldn't, couldn't enjoy that more. And, and, uh, I don't blame you for not picking someone. <laughs> um Cool. So we will now move into a couple of, would you rathers? Uh, cause I think this first one, um, I'm, I'm kind of excited to hear your answer on this one. So first one, would you rather, would you rather the football team win a conference championship win the Sunbelts or would you rather the men's basketball team make it to the sweet 16? Ooh.
1: Oh, that's tough. Um, I'm a basketball guy first, man. So I'm gonna lean that way. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's a big statement. Uh, yeah, we'd love to see football grab a championship soon enough. But Sweet 16, that go that second weekend is is really the pinnacle, um, and it's something that we haven't done yet. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's the next step, um, you know, in in the program's evolution. And um, you know, especially with the uh, with the super seniors back, I think that would be a huge step, uh, you know, whether it happens this season or, or in the future. But yeah, I'll, I'll lean that way just ever
0: so slightly. Okay, okay, I'm actually going to have to agree with you because. That Sweet Sixteen, like Conference Championship, is a big deal, especially for a team like Georgia State. But Sweet Sixteen, that's that's huge. You know, there's not not many you know non Power Five schools that can say they've you know gone to those. So, um, so yeah, and I'm sure that banner would look very beautiful in that new uh, new arena. So, um, and I will comment again on the the super seniors as you said. This team, you know, they it looks a little rocky right now, but I know if they get it together and can make a deep run, especially in the Sun Belt tournament. I, this this team's got some potential, you know, uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what happens, especially tomorrow night. Uh, any listeners, if you can make it to the game on Thursday, definitely make it out there. Um, it's going to going to be a big one conference opener. And it may be the only one we play <laughs> at this rate. So. Um, so, yeah. So next, would you rather. Um, This one is kind of a little more Twitter-based because it's just something I've noticed on Twitter here over the last year or so. Um, Would you rather Southern remain our biggest rival or would you rather us move on to a little bit bigger and better things and kind of make Tech our biggest rival? Because at least on the social media aspect of it, because this whole Southern doesn't call us a rivalry and all that, I think it's a load of crap. And, you know, I just, it's whatever. But the, the Tech, like I noticed, like I went to the the tech basketball game and I didn't realize how many Georgia tech people didn't like us. So, um, so yeah, that was, you know, just kind of interesting. So would you, I guess the real question is who would you rather be like our biggest rival at the end of the day? Cause rivalries are a, a one of the best parts about sports. So, you know, that's, you know, always a big thing. Yeah, no,
1: I, I definitely think Southern has a purpose and, and, and we serve that purpose for them as well. Don't, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. The people that can kind of talk down and, and don't believe it exists. Um, you know, I go. I, you talked about some of those older, older fans and older folks. Um, you know, I, I've talked to people who uh, you know played basketball at Georgia State in the '60s and the '70s, and and they will tell you. I mean, that it, it was contentious then. They they hate losing those guys um, in anything. Um, I think it's done. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, ma- major in, in terms of getting grabbing attention. You know, anytime. Uh, you know, state beats Southern anything, you know, you mm-hmm. get a reaction. And that's, that's what I have always told people. If, if it wasn't a rivalry, uh, you wouldn't have a reaction, right? right You'd say, right. all right, just lost, it's another game, you know, no big deal. Um, you get a reaction. You you get players and you get the games that are a lot more heated and a lot more energetic. And, um, you know, we've seen it, you know, certainly in football and basketball and baseball where the crowds, you know, respond on both sides. And, and I mm-hmm. think that's a great thing. Um, you know, tech is interesting because – you know, there, there's a lot of relationship. If you go back and look at the history between Georgia State and Georgia Tech, um, you know, you've had a lot of folks who, you know, may have gone to undergrad here and gone and got their master's mm-hmm. uh, at Tech, vice versa. You have, you know, go and get an undergrad there and get a master's degree at Georgia State. There, there's a almost like a, like a, you know, cousin relationship going mm-hmm. on there. So we haven't been, you know, super competitive. You don't play a ton in sports. i very interested to see what happens when the football uh, series, you know, kicks off here in a couple of years with the home and home and seeing how the reaction is going to be there. Um, you know, I, it's it's kind of difficult because Tech has had traditional rivals, right? You had, um, you know, rivals that have, you know, lasted decades and things like that. Obviously, you know, Georgia um, is a rival on paper with them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they like to beat them whenever they can, but being. <laughs> You know the last I think fifty or so meetings, it's it's really not even been close. And it's um you know there there is some tangible fear there as well within the tech fan base, especially my in the older fan base when they struggle um in, in sports that that we may have a, the potential to kind of catch up right right mm-hmm. be on their same level at some point um, and, and grab some interest there as well. But you know what I've enjoyed is you talk to folks who you know kind of we call them the, the BFers and the AFers. You had before football you had people who you know we're sympathetic to Tech. You know I, I've talked to people like Mac Williams, who who was a, you know um, you know old school guy. You know we've been been around Georgia State literally for five six decades, and he used to sell popcorn and cokes Coke at Bobby Dodd Stadium for football. So he still pays attention, you know, to uh, to what's going on over there on North Avenue. Uh, but obviously his you know heart and, and he roots for Georgia State and wants to beat him and and uh, always hits me up and he wants to know who we're recruiting and and uh, who we're beating out for him. But, uh, but no, I mean, I, you know, I, I definitely think Southern has value, um, and and it, it has really since the 60s when they started playing. And um, what the fun part about it, you get the back and forth, obviously, who's GSU, who was at first, right, right, back and forth that way. And as I like to remind people, you know, Grambling State was even a university before George Southerns was. They're kind of <laughs> third in line there, but hey, just. You know, they they can they can cut it into the shrubbery. So obviously, it must be. It must be.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> what they always say, man. It's a, yeah. it's at the front. It's at the front. We put it's it on a shirt, water, so it must man, be true. Whatever. And I was
1: like, okay, well, you can do that like on a yeah. coffee mug too. It doesn't really matter. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: U- ultimately, you know what what the fun part, back to back and forth. That I think ultimately, their new athletic director just kind of made it that much worse when he jumped out of the rivalry series. Um, you know, realizing that it was going to be a very long time before um, that trophy uh, was going to head down to Statesboro, um, just the way things were set up. And and uh, you know, it, I, I think there obviously is something there. I mean, wrote, wrote about it back in 2014, talking specifically about um, how both programs kind of needed each other um, to kind of build and build this contentiousness. Because as you mentioned, right, right. best part about sports, about college sports, is your school versus mine, and and uh, continuing to build that. Um, that rivalry and animosity and, and uh, you, you have that game circled every single year and you pay attention uh, a little bit closer. And as I mentioned a little earlier, I mean, it hurts a little bit more when you, uh, when you, when you lose and, and uh, your rival gets a hold over your head for another year. So um, I I think it is, you know, it is definitely Southern, um, you know, again, it's, it's something that I think will continue to evolve. And, and, uh, you know, they look, we, we laugh at them when they're down, they laugh at us when we're down. (laughs) Kind of continue to kick the crap out of them, and and you know what's funny too is the coaches come and coaches go, but you know they're reminded they know how how big that game is. So, you know I talked to Rob Lanier about that before, I and mean, he kind of realized hey it's not just another game. Oh, yeah, that. and uh, understanding that as well, and the kids that are from Georgia, um, you know they they understand the, the importance of it as well.
0: Oh yeah, no it's uh I I I think um you know for Georgia Southern and whether it's the the student athletes themselves or the fans to not consider rivalry, you know, when they were here at center park, a couple of years ago, then when they would gain three yards, the, their, that opposing crowd would just be losing it. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely not a rivalry, man. You guys, you guys aren't invested in this at all. <laughs> you know, you guys don't care at all. So yeah, no, um, they're fooling themselves when they say that. So, um, I I'd, I'd have to agree with you on that one as well. um, So i got a few more questions here for you and then we'll wrap, wrap everything up here. Um, so, you know, it's, it's no secret, you know, it's definitely things that we've kind of already talked about throughout the interview, um, that Georgia state's athletic department just, you know, is, is growing and that, you know, some people, whether it's, you know, in jest or in actual seriousness, don't take it very serious at times. Um, or don't view it as very legitimate in ways. Um, Do you think the new basketball arena, the potential baseball and softball parks that, you know, once they get the funding uh, and get built, they're going to they're going to be incredible. Like the the artist renditions of what they're supposed to look like, look, look incredible. Um, And, you know, the recent success of the successes of the football team and making some adjustments to Center Park Stadium and things like that will add a little more legitimacy to the athletic program nationally and honestly, more specifically locally, because for whatever reason, you know, I, I, I have noticed that as something that people of opposing fan bases are just, you know, think that that is something that Georgia state is for lack of a better term, pathetic with. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't really, I, I don't see where that plays a bit that big of a role, but you know, if that's what makes you legitimate, then, Hey, I guess that's what makes you legitimate. So, um, do you feel like getting these new arenas and b- ballparks and, you know, getting renovations and things like that, is that going to, add legitimacy to the athletic department that, that is at this point, you know, need it.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. And, and I think it, ultimately, um, you know, we talked about a little bit with the rivalry side of things, you know, you have a program like Georgia Southern's won multiple national championships um, at the FCS level. App States won multiple <coughs> championships. They've been the gold standard in the Sun Belt. You have, do have generations of fans. Uh, again, you don't have that here. Uh, mm-hmm. Men's basketball has gone kind of through their Renaissance in the last 10, 11 years. Um, before that, I believe it was seven straight seasons of losing. Uh, it's very difficult to support something when you're not winning. It's just that, mm-hmm. and I've tried to explain to folks, even from a outside this area, uh, there's really three factors uh, to get the city of Atlanta's attention. Uh, number one, you got to win at a super high level, and you got to win at home as well. And you're, you're starting to see that with football. You start obviously. Um, mm-hmm. it's back has done a very good job uh, there and it will need to translate over to the convocation center as well. You're going to need to defend that home court, like the sports arena um, in that way. Uh, number two, you're going to need uh, a, a an impressive or, or stylistically a, a fun style of play, right? You're going to need something. Basically, um, it's one of the things that people complained about at tech, right? You did, they didn't like the triple option. It was boring. And it was this, and it was that. Well, then guess what? You take it away. And three years later, they have nine wins. So, <laughs> You know what? Losing sucks, and it kills fan support. And they're looking at it, and going, "All right, this is no fun either." Um, so you got to win. You got to have a have a style of play. And ultimately, if you have a star, I tell people too. You know, being being an Atlanta Falcon fan and and being around the Falcons with Michael Vick was there. Um, just the electricity to that draw uh, that drew, um, you know, push it down kind of to our level here. I mean, R.J. Hunter was that guy. He was a star. You had NBA scouts, um, you know, by the dozen, basically in the crowd every single night. And, you know, watching him play, watching an all-timer play, DeMarcus Simons was a star here, um, you know, watching him and, and, and seeing him just to be able to explode any given night. Um, I, I think you're, you are you need that ability. Um, we've, we've had some on the football side of things. Albert Wilson from an early – I tell people he was a video game. And just <laughs> the way, unfortunately, the stats work when Georgia State was transitioning from, you know, FCS independent to into the colonial and then basically going to FBS. If, his stats would have counted, he would have been top 30 all time in the history of college football in all-purpose yards. He was a video game. You you, you oh, threw wow. it up and he would score. That was it. And he was the offense, special teams, everything. So um, you, you need those three factors to continue to build. And, and it will come, uh, I believe. You'll have people that are bought in. You'll have students who graduate and want to come back and say, hey, you know what, we're winning you know, that was the one thing that I really have tried to challenge some of the, some of the younger fans to say, Hey, you know what, why aren't you coming and mm-hmm. like, we don't win at home. All right. Well, the last three seasons, football is 12 and five at, at center parks. And yes, there have been some blowouts and that certainly kind of you know puts a, you know, a, a damper on some support there, but folks that have come back and have, have withered through that um, they've seen a winning product at home and, and, and uh, you know, you had, have a, a fun atmosphere. I think it's the next step now, you mm-hmm. um, We'll, we'll see that in you know this fall coming up where you have big name opponents coming in university of north carolina will come in for the first time you got georgia southern coming you got coastal coming um these are name opponents now obviously um that, that, that matter uh, in the future you've also got you know other power five programs coming in we mentioned georgia tech a little bit earlier uh, there's other you know potential for other non-conferences basketball is going to have the same thing where you're going to have people where the the venue is bigger and better uh, you're going to mm-hmm. have Know, better teams come in there and I think that's the next level is not only bringing them in there but then of course beating them and and, and getting those mark uh, name wins and and build and 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 again having folks that want to be proud of something I mean that's the that's the thing that I've continued right. to, um, you know around the city of Atlanta even around the state is you know they want to be proud about this program they want to see you know it do great things um, There are just a lot of people that are I believe just sitting on the sidelines kind of waiting and I think you know just they don't want to put themselves out there or even people that I've talked to that were, you know, season ticket holders in 2010, 2011. And then once the program kind of slid down and, and the losses started piling up, they, they stood back and said, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pay attention from afar or or do other things. So I think you got to, got to bring those people back and, and, and just a high level of success has to continue to do that. And, and also the outreach has got to continue and, and bring those folks back and, uh, as hard as it is that's why, you know, I try to set a challenge out every single year, you know, every home game, try to bring somebody that hasn't been, right. you know, that hasn't been before, you know, bringing folks to the stadium, because uh, overwhelmingly uh, it's, wow, I can't believe this, or, you know, Hey, it's going like a baseball stadium. You know, it's going to look like this, going to look like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, overwhelmingly it's positive. And that's, you know, that's what, what all of us, I think is a responsibility folks that, that are passionate about this program uh, to bring people back.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, uh, I plan on doing just like the state of Atlanta guys hosting some tailgates, you know, and, and doing whatever I can to contribute to, you know, like I have plenty of buddies that graduated, you know, a little bit before I did or when I did, you know, and it's, um, I'm not going to name names on them, but they'll, they'll be wearing Georgia gear. You know what I mean? It's like, guys, come on. Like we, you know, we can support our team, you know, we can, we can support our school. Um, and, you know, obviously, it's just like any other sport on any level, winning helps with that, you know. Um, I wish we could be one of those schools that doesn't matter what the win-loss record is, where, you know, got a ton of support, but, you know, that's not what a 10-year-old football program is going to, you know, get. And um, it's, it's around the corner. I, I, know, I know it's not far away because people in this area of the country love college football. Mm-hmm. And, um Uh, I think just Georgia state winning more, creating more of a brand, creating more of a name, you know, those people that maybe are Georgia state alumni, but cheer for Alabama or Auburn or, you know, Georgia or whatever. Now they start rocking Georgia state gear and they start going to the games and things like that. So, um, yeah, I know, I know it's coming soon. Uh, cool. Well, Ben, I can't thank you enough. I'm going to ask you one more question here and it's, uh, it's, uh, normally the same question that I, that I end for everybody, but I'll switch it up again a little bit for you since you're not a student athlete. Um, what is the one thing about Georgia state sports that you would want, uh, my listeners to know about whether these listeners are in the Panther family or there's somebody from another fan base listening, maybe even potential recruits. Um, you know, what, what's, what's the one thing that you want them to know about Georgia state sports. Yeah, I think the people that are associated with the programs are,
1: are, you know, uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier. You know, I I think we've done extremely well from from a student athlete alumni. Um, You you have good representation of the school uh, of the state. Um, You you, you talk to the student athletes now and the coaches. um, They they want you know they want to engage with folks. I I think that's the 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 opportunity that you don't have at other bigger schools potentially, where you're not going to meet. Um, you know, folks, you have an opportunity to, to meet the coaches, meet the, meet the, you know, the players they are, they're out there. Uh, They're doing positive things in the community. Um, They represent their family. Well, they represent Georgia state. Well, Um, I think it's, it's just, you know, again, you, they're, they're great representatives of us um, as, as GSU people. Um, I think you have people, you know, on on many different sports that are rootable. And I think that's really what you want, right? You want somebody that, that say, hey, you know what, that's my guy. That's my gal. It's, you know, teams that way. And, and no matter, you know, the, the win losses and things like that, um, you know, I, that, I think that's what you can be proud about, uh, ultimately, the people that are representing uh, you and, and and doing things out there, and, and honestly, they need they need support. They they need resources. They need uh, folks to come to games. I, mean, I, I can't tell you how many different sports and how many different people will tell you, "Hey, look, we just need people to show up. Um, we need people to listen. Um, you know, to connect. You know, things that way um, mm-hmm. because it does matter." And, and the and and also, we talk obviously about football and basketball. Now, I challenge people all the time too. Go go out and see a baseball game. Go out and see a softball match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Okay, go see a soccer match. You know, go out see. You know, it's it's a you know about about to jump here in the spring semester. Go and see a beach volleyball match. There's only a few, um, but uh, you know, go see Beth Van Fleet's crew. If you've never ever seen beach volleyball, uh, that's a fantastic. uh, You know, again for for a spectator, it it moves Mm -hmm. very very quickly. Um, It is a very good. uh, You know, one of the top programs in the nation. Oh uh, yeah. Beth Fan uh, Beth Fleet is, is built there. Um, I actually went to college with her uh, at Georgia State when she was playing on the court volleyball side of things. So um, that's a sport that has, it is relatively new on, on the scene in NCAAs as well. And it's something that has kind of continued to grow and, uh, and be popular. And then they recruit uh, nationally um, as well there. Um, but to try to go out and and, and make, a, make a mark, say, hey, you know what? I haven't been to an event there. I haven't gone out to you know, the baseball field before or, or, you know, soccer or softball, different things like that. And support the student athletes too, because um they're not getting a lot of support. You have family mm-hmm. and friends a lot of times at those those crowds, um, you know, for most most games, most matches and things like that. But uh definitely, definitely would encourage folks to go out there and support it. They deserve it. And uh, you know, maybe you might might definitely. find connection there and and uh and i have two girls in my house so i get to go and, and show them things that they can play you know they want to go out to women's basketball they want to go to soccer they want to go see softball and and different things like that so um it, it is important to to show folks there if you have a neighbor or family member cousin niece nephew bring them out to games they uh it doesn't matter because um as i as i tell people constantly my kids are Panther family through and through. They know, you know, um, that that's that's what they support. Um, so what, what clothing uh, basically litters <laughs> floor uh, pretty much. So um, yeah, but um, but no, that's that's what I would definitely say and and issue a challenge for sure.
0: Okay, yeah, no uh, challenge accepted on my end. I'm I'm going to challenge the rest of the Panther family too. Um, you know, I, I interviewed Gunther Rankenberg on my last episode, and he's the starting keeper. And, you know, I, I said it on that episode and I'll say it again, like these, these guys like more than deserve our support, you know, and, in in the, in the ladies with women's soccer or the women's basketball team or softball team, you know, um, uh, her name is, is slipping to me, but we, we had, uh, one softball player make sports in top 10 this last summer when she made that diving catch. Um, so yeah, so no, these are, these are. You know, excuse my French, but these are some badass athletes, you know, so we they they deserve they deserve our support. So um, so challenge accepted on my end. I'm definitely going to be going to every game that I can. I live, you know, about 10 minutes from campus. So, you know, I know the baseball field's a little bit further away, but um, everything else is right down the right down the road for me. So I'll, I'll be going to everything, especially men's basketball game tomorrow night. I saw that the women's got canceled. So hopefully that'll be the last one that gets canceled. But um, but who knows with COVID and sports these days, um. But we will wrap it up there, Ben. I cannot thank you enough for joining me. It was beyond an honor to have you on. Um, I felt like I learned more about Georgia State sports in the last hour than I have in you know my entire life. So, um, I uh, loved having you on. You know, if you, you, I, I'd love to have you on as a guest. You know, months down the road. You know, maybe during like spring practice or something. You know, and and talk about what the update is on Georgia state sports and and what have you. But um, I cannot, cannot thank you enough, man. Um, uh, Everybody have a good night. That's listening. Uh, Thank you guys for the support and um, be looking out for the next episode. That'll be coming out soon. Um, And thank you again, Ben. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Michael. Appreciate it. We'll definitely do it again. Awesome. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you all again for the continued support and for listening to each episode. After talking with Ben, I should be having some pretty big guests coming on soon, and y'all will not want to miss those. There's just some big things in general coming for this account and podcast overall, and I cannot thank you guys enough for joining me on this crazy ride. I promise it's just the beginning. Uh, Thank y'all again. Uh, Be looking out for the next episode of the podcast, guys. And until then, go Panthers.